Yeah, apparently um, they did a promo for, like, WWE Immortals or something like that. And one of the things that happens in the middle of it is Shinsuke Nakamura literally comes out and low blows the logo itself. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's when I was like, All Of right. course. On one hand, I'm like, okay, that's a thing. Yeah. On the other, oh, man, he's just a cock-blocking Asian man now. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura is cock-blocking Asian man. This summer, he no speak English. Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional and not-so-professional wrestling. I am one of your hosts for the evening. I am the Shillmaster General himself, Scotty Moore. And it's, it's me, Tater Lads, Lord <laughs> of the Ruffles. I was gonna say, uh, talking about unprofessional wrestling, Blake's over there just eating eating chips while you're doing your open. Yeah, he's over there eating <laughs> chips and then introduces himself as the Tater Lad. <laughs> he did have the. He likes them taters, this he did, lad. He does. He does have the courtesy to keep the bag off camera, though. <laughs> Then he's just mystically reaching down, and a potato chip just keeps appearing every few seconds. It's me, Blake Tanner, the platest man on the planet. Okay, there we go. And then finally, joining us from Sickville, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here, my voice isn't. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think it would be this bad, and then just, hey guys, what's up? I do sound like the constable of... Raw Baron Corbin, but it's fine. I don't hate indie wrestling nearly enough. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Um, I don't know how to react. Like, that was a segment that... I, I think I was at work, or I was somewhere, and I wasn't able to watch Raw, and I just was looking through, like, Raw recaps, and they were like, Baron Corbin <clears throat> went up to Kurt Angle, and then said that he was now the constable of Raw, and I'm like, okay, something went wrong here. Something got lost in translation, because that's way too dumb of a concept, even for WWE at this point. Oh. I just, I can't wait until he gets uh, promoted to the magistrate. (laughs) WWE Monday Night Raw's official magistrate, Baron Corbin. If if this leads to him and Kurt taking nice brunch, brunch meals to discuss Raw, I will officially say we are influencers. Um, it's gonna happen now. It's it's okay. It's it's okay. No one will ever say those words. We've put put this into the world. It's gonna happen. Um, well, we do know that Vince McMahon sometimes taps our communication channels. Yeah, yeah. It's what happens, man. Um, (laughs) so I'm proud of CM Punk because he did it he won his battle because he's obviously not gonna win a battle this saturday at ufc but why uh, blake as a court as a small town lawyer why is it important in a court case to clarify what the cm in cm punk means because if it meant because if it meant chick magnet you know, maybe that influences the influences the jury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Or or it could actually stand for like something insulting Chris a man. It's actually Chris Man. And they're like, You even stole his name with your initials. It's like no no no, that's not what it is. Back in the back in the two thousands. Back in the two thousands. That was Punk was like, one day I'm gonna fuck up this doctor in WWE. You guys just wait. Could could you tell me how somebody asks basically for four million dollars because of a mean tweet and some dialogue on a podcast? Not only that, like my my job with the WWE was not affected. I am seeking four million dollars. Yeah. I was like, ooh. My <laughs> job is secure. I'm still working for this company. However, I do want $4 million from you guys. That was a really mean tweet, Chick Magnet Punk. Chick Magnet Punk. I just, and Colton I really, Cabana. Yeah. I just wanted to see, like, the fucking, like, Atticus Finch-ass lawyer who's just like, All right, Mr. Punk, you are, let me remind you, you are under oath for any questions. And then he just starts asking questions about, like, his Ring of Honor run. Just like, wait a minute, were you really going to leave the company at that one point? Like, let me tell tell me about all of this. Were you going to really leave before Money in the Bank? And the judge the whole time is like, does this have anything to do with it? It has everything to do with it. What does CM stand for? Other lawyers there like, this Mark motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I saw some people, like, I saw... It's because I've got a bunch of MMA writers who I'm friends with on Twitter, and so many of them try to give punk shit, and it makes no sense. Like, one of them put today just like, yeah, yeah, real brave of punk, costing costing his supposed best friend tons of money by dragging him into this court case. And I'm sitting there like, he didn't drag shit, he did not. Yeah, he was not the one who was like, we need to go to court. <laughs> and ask for $4 million because he was mean in a tweet. Man, we're going to get sued by Chuck Taylor for $4 million one day. That's going to be tough. <laughs> Real tough. They it's okay. To, I, it's ask- okay. I, I have recorded evidence that you were the one that wrote all the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty better. safe. Even better, Blake's on the stand. Now, Blake, tell us what the B stands for. But actually, tell us what the B stands for. And you're like, fuck it. Blake, it's obviously... No, 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 You're on... Let me remind you, you're under oath. What does the B stand for? It would be, what does the B stand for? Um, Where is the smart side? Yeah, where is the smart side? And then just rapid accusations of, what is your real name, the Dylan? If that is your real name, you're like, uh, <laughs> Dylan's my last name. The is my first name. It'll be like that. It'll be like that old episode of SmackDown where Kurt goes like the Undertaker. If that is your real <laughs> name, <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's good. So, I feel bad because I think Impact Wrestling is going on the Jericho cruise, and it unless unless Sammy Callahan is not going full insane with what he's doing because he tweeted no 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 they're officially on the cruise oh are they now well hold on i did see where jericho invited them on the cruise while also telling them i believe the exact tweet was you're invited on the cruise cabins can be booked over at and then sent just like all the cabins 
But I really prefer the concept that where Sammy Callahan just like, I don't want to be on your cruise. I'm going to be selling tickets. I'm going to be doing this, and I'm going to build a pirate ship. And I want a fucking pirate ship led by Sammy Callahan to follow the Jericho cruise the whole time <laughs> and talk shit to them. See, I feel bad for the people on that cruise because it means they can't escape the fanboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're stuck on a boat. a lot of money to actually get on a cruise with wrestling yeah. fans. I thought you were going to say, I feel bad for the people on the cruise because now, instead of getting a bunch of Ring of Honor, they also get Impact Wrestling. Impact's fine. Impact's problem was never the talent. It was the writing and the coordinating of matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just let me have my joke, Dylan. Damn it. No, I'm not going to let you disparage the state of professional wrestling right now, unless it's in the WWE, because then it's valid. Okay, sick boy. Listen, Dominion, Dominion is this this Saturday. There's nothing you can say to me. Dude, I'm I'm actually pretty hyped for Dominion. Like, everything. I took the day off of work, Scotty. Are you that hyped? Did you take the day off of work? I did take the day off work, but it's because I'm going to the beach and not because I'm watching Dominion. Motherfucker, I will live chat you. (laughs) It won't be a fight, boys. I don't want to wake Blake up, but it'll be just you. I'll be Facebook messaging you during the main event, telling you what you're missing out on. Please, I'm trying my best to sleep. I don't give a damn what you're trying to do. You should be watching Dominion is what you should be trying to do. Rainmaker time, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then, of course, I'm trying to, like, it's been a slowish week as far as, like, wrestling news. Like, Punk had his, Punk had his victory. Cena and Nikki are probably fully back together now. And Cena wants to have a baby now, which just makes me even doubly excited. God. I don't know why, but I'm just picturing... Do you remember that old DX skit where they're showing Vince McMahon as a baby and it's just Vince's face photoshopped onto a baby and then Triple H is just like, and then Stephanie just had her baby. I wonder what what the baby looks like. And then it's a picture of fucking Triple H's head. I'm picturing that, but John Cena's head for what that baby's gonna look like. Oh, the head would be as big as the baby. Yes, it would. That would straight up be what what's going on, my dude. Knowing uh, John Cena's crazy ass, the baby will be named something like really weird, like Ulysses or something. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he because he would name it Optimus Prime. That's actually how he got into the Bumblebee movie. Was the fact that he's like, I will name my firstborn Optimus Prime if you put me in the Bumblebee movie. And they're like, all right, see, we were just gonna offer you. Offer it to you, but if you want to name your firstborn Optimus Prime Cena, or just Prime Cena, I like Prime Cena as a concept as well. Oh, actually, yes, I'm seeing, I'm reading the reports here. No, it's because he wanted to name his son Gohan. (laughs) Yeah, he's gonna have Gohan and then Goten, and then man, who would be uh, his Vegeta? I want to say Randy Orton, but I know I don't want Randy Orton to be John Cena's Vegeta. <laughs> I believe I believe it's Punk. Punk would be a good Vegeta, so that makes AJ Lee Bulma. I'm seeing no faults in this this logic <laughs> yet. 
And then, um, I, I believe if I remember correctly, Mr. 1859, Cliff Compton, is actually Trunks, and he has traveled back in time to help his, help his dad see a bug. Uh-huh. Now I'm just going through the results of SmackDown and seeing, like, is there anything? Becky, Becky got a victory for once ever. Becky wrestled a match for once Becky not, ever. Well, no, Becky not only wrestled a match, she wrestled Charlotte. And she and beat, won. And she beat Charlotte. <laughs> what? I know, dude. Um, oh, yeah. I love when things like that happen. Apparently, Charlotte was going for the figure four, and then Becky rolled out, hit the disarmor, and that was it. Um, New Day made the Miz shove his hand into some pancake batter, so, you know, they're still doing their thing, I guess. <laughs> they're really riding the pancake into the they ground. They rid that pancake. Well, now they've they've gone further. They're adding batter into the situation like every no 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 else. you haven't you haven't seen the clip of it like like biggie gets real extra yeah during during the <laughs> laugh ah uh, you need to understand i know it's later in but for the men's i was going to pick samoa joe for the briefcase i'm just gonna pick the new day whichever one of them saying. whatever just new day Okay, well, that's a little preview of what's to come. Um, did you see the video where Asuka <laughs> kicked Lana so fucking hard her hair fell off? It was... <laughs> I see Blake has seen it. No, I'm watching the pancake battle. <laughs> I'm trying to do a show here, and Blake's over there eating potato chips and watching the new day and pancakes. <laughs> Do you not remember the time where where we all were just like trying to do this podcast while watching the Instagram video of Lana climbing hay? Well, hold on, we had a repeat of that last week. You weren't here, but Blake found the video of Lana in the dance off against Naomi. Oh, he was like, "I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take care of this." And then I went and I pulled my biggie till the pancake batter gave out. Oh no, bad Blake. Bad. He gave himself the big ending. That's what yeah. he's saying. <laughs> Hold on. I'm reading. I, I know I, I need to watch it because it was probably a much better, but I'm reading the description of the fucking contract signing. And <laughs> Nakamura just trolling AJ about this pin sounds like the best thing ever. It was beautiful. Mm. I have loved few things as much as I have loved heel Nakamura. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I thought I really was like a big fan of like strong style, like kick you in the face while being arrogant. No, no, no. <laughs> Heel Nakamura, crazy psychopath is yeah, number one. Oh my god! Now I'm just looking at. Oh, and they're still they're still playing up Andre versus Sincara, so that's a thing, I guess. Oh, I mean, cool. why would you not put Almas in the Money in the Bank match? Like, an awesome start to what's going on, as opposed to what they do, as we discussed last week, with every Latin or Mexican or whatever entrant, which is, just put them in a feud with one of our masked wrestlers. It doesn't matter. Just put them there. Ah, yes. You know that thing that would be good for this character's development? Let's go ahead and do the opposite. Thank you. Let's not do that. Thank you very much. At all. Never do the correct thing. Thank you very much. 
Yes, that that thinking will not get you far under Vincent Kennedy, McMahon. To be fair, Sinkara has been pulling off like really awesome costumes for like the last six months. Oh yeah, yeah. Like his, mm-hmm. like he like lost the normal Sinkara mask. Now he's got like this one where the eye holes or whatever he wears color contacts. Like the materials all cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's 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 really dope. Um, maybe he can see better out of the new mask. Yeah. <laughs> Little subtle dig from Blake Tanner at Zincarlo. Uh, it ain't a dig, boss. Have you ever been in a mess like that, obscuring your peripheral vision? Yeah. yeah. Seriously, it's for his it help. Might explain some things. It's like when uh, Rusev finally had to start wearing wrestling boots because he broke his foot that one time. <laughs> so, what the fuck has happened to the uh, authors of Pain? Uh, they're just gone. Yeah, oh wait, hold on. Is this legit? Are they re- really just gone now? Well, I mean, have you seen them on TV since Wrestle- the Monday after WrestleMania? Yeah, I mean, you correct. I mean, I, I thought... It's one of those things that I thought that there was more <laughs> more to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I, won't, I won't want to. <laughs> this is the WWE, don't think. No, I <laughs> WWE, don't think. Um, wait, hold on. You'll only hurt go. yourself. Go to sleep. Go to wait, sleep. I've got, I've got it. Where the authors of Pain and Sanity have been. Sanity hasn't... Oh, yeah, Sanity hasn't debuted yet. They're around. In Sanity, they got brought up. And remember the idea that we're not going to bring them up unless we have ideas for them? Well, they brought them up and they have no ideas for them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to hand off guys that can do something. What if one of these guys that end up making a mistake about... Oh, okay. Um, what if one of these guys they release end up... Ma- they make a mistake with, and they end up being the next Cody Rhodes. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking at handing these indies back anyone who could be marketable for them. Damn. That's that's harsh. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's on par with like them waiting to do their annual release... Until it's within the ninety day no complete no compete clause of uh, mm-hmm. all in. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, did you see where it might be all in too at Madison Square Garden? Like I I know Cody yeah. Cody trolled about it, but I also think it might be legit. If if they have enough money where they could spend for a night in the garden, then yeah. No, at that point they could get investors based on the success of All In One. Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. Yeah. All In Two, people be lining up around the block, being like, "No, I'll give you some money." You. Yeah. What? Yeah. Less than thirty minutes for ten thousand seat? Yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, we'll take care of you. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. All right. All right. We put you up in the rafters. We get what we call the sting this treatment. Is the sting treatment. Um. Well. I heard. I also heard it was AAA. I've heard one of two things because they said a non wrestling. Oh no, company. AAA. AAA officially does have that that date. They're asking for Impact and uh, Lucha Underground to send talent. Yeah. Well, I mean, the JWF is willing to send talent. We cannot guarantee that they may appear or not, though. You can send Silver Spoon. We'll send Silver Spoon. <laughs> Um, we... And we'll Captain spend, Tibbs. We'll spend the money to get Guy Fieri. <laughs> I, I mean, Blake, if there... We could go to one of these shitty, like, Alabama wrestling companies and be like, Do y'all need commentators? 
We got you, baby. How much you pay? No, we couldn't. No, we could. I think so. Bring a little bit of extra um, no, character. We. You're. We're worrying too much about if we could, and not instead if we oh. should. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Jeff Jeffrey Goldblum. And before you even thought about what you did, you, you you went behind the booth, you started doing commentary, and then they released it to the public. It's like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Sylves finds a way. Oh, oh man, I want to make isn't, Tibbs, isn't find, this, Tibbs finds it, a way shirts. Isn't this normally the point in the show where you start shilling shit to... I mean, we could we could waste, like, the we got, like, two minutes to waste, but you know what? Yeah, you're right. We do need to talk about patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash a load of BS. It's the website where you can support all of your favorite BS network programs, whether that be the Fight Boys or a load of BS, Opposite Attractions, Fun Fiction, all of the BS network. We need your support over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. So, boys, it's now time. It's time to talk about it. It's time to make... I think this is actually the first in the prediction series where we're all three here. So, awesome. But it's time for... What the fuck? I typed in money to Google. Number one result, Money in the Bank 2017. Second, Money Bag Yo, a rapper. So, we're just gonna tweet at... I know, I know, who, we're, I know who we're inviting to uh, play at Cash in the Bag. Yeah, Money Bag Yo... Oh shit! Uh, speaking of tweeting, though, I've forgotten. We we still need to do the everyone's favorite section of this show, Dust Watch 2018. So I don't know, man. Where where do we go? Is he on Dominion? He he's not. I, ask him if he's going to be in the G1. Hey, at sexy Chucky T, you in the G1? <laughs> that's all we have this week sorry <clears throat> no 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 you in the you in the g1 i want to see i want to see you uh i want to see you tear it up in japan like a real og <laughs> i want to see you tear it up in japan like like a real bro like a i don't know like a real dude Hashtag RTN follow. I always do get like a little bit of nervousness every time I tweet one of these because if it's not the best Dust Watch tweet we've ever done, then I would feel bad if it was the one that got him to follow us. Like the Ryback one, I would have been like, yes, this is the obvious place it needs to end. But this the one, laziest like, one. It's going to be the one. This is. Oh, no, no. Alright, hashtag Dustwatch2018. We do need to update that fucking shirt on the website, by the way. Um, so, you mean the shirt you handed him? The, the in 2018 that, that said 2017? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. You mean the shirt that that landfill owns? Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck off. Uh, so, it's now time to do a little bit of predicatons for money in the bank which apparently 
someone was telling me about the money in the bank match and it sounds a lot like the jwf cash in the bag match blake i think we need to talk to tibbs because i'll get him on the horn about okay, it okay awesome he's probably high on pain fumes again <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's um i mean i'm not gonna call him i'm actually got to get him by signaling him with a horn yeah, the tibbs horn um holy shit there are 10 matches on this card I would yeah. expect a lot less for because no, they've they've kind of replaced Survivor Series with it almost. Oh yeah, I can see that. Because Survivor Series doesn't mean anything anymore, but this is like ooh, money in the bank. Yeah. All right. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. A rematch that no one wanted. What are Daniel we Bryan? He's yes, gonna... yes, 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 yes. Yeah, there we go. So we got. What, what was the old? What was the old? What was the old Ring of Honor chant? Uh, you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. Yeah, there you go. You're gonna get your yeah. fucking head kicked in. My thing is, though... My favorite reaction to that being El Generico, who looked around, and then, like, the English dawned on him, and he was just like, Oh, God, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the difference. I'm gonna say Big Cass. Say yeah, you did that boy. last time. It didn't work out for you. Yeah, I know, but since it didn't work out last time, I'm going to keep going this time, and maybe it will. <laughs> uh, uh, the Bray Wyatt logic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sethy Wethy versus Elias for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Sethy Wethy. Uh, Killy Willies. Elias Wyatt. Oh, really? You're going to go Elias? He walks with Elias. It's fine. No. Oh, no, no. Seth kills Elias. Oh. I'm not. Uh, there's no way I'm not going to be with my boy on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to say Seth as well. Like, I want Elias to get the title, but I don't want him to get it now. Um, the, I, I don't want him to ever get a title. I want him to be, like, just an attraction wrestler. Yeah, like yeah. Like, with a... Um, speaking of El Generico, Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. Fuck. I hope Bobby Lashley spears Sami Zayn out of this shitty storyline. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Bobby Lashley because if it's Sami, then the mm-hmm. then this rivalry would have to continue. If it's Bobby, then yeah. it's over, and I'm much more happy for it. Uh, so yeah, we all got Bobby. Yeah, Robert. American yeah. Battletoad. American Battletoad. <laughs> Um, the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Good Fucking Brothers. I'm so torn. I'm so torn between what I know will happen and what my heart wants. Oh no no! I I follow yep. my heart, and that's why I'm saying my good brothers Luke and Carl are gonna come home with it. Well, I've got to go with. The Bludgeon Brothers. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> did you, did you, did you suffer s- like a series of mini strokes? What the fuck? It was like, Are you William Shatner now? What happened, Blake? <laughs> it was just like, I, oh, that stroke's <laughs> over. Good, let me... Oh, here comes another one. Hold on. <laughs> I forgot who was in the match. No, okay. no, nah, nah, I'll go with the Bludgeon Brothers. Okay, two bludgeons, <laughs> one good brother. Um... The man who has lost, like, five pay-per-views in a row, Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Hmm. I wonder. Guys, I would literally, I would shit myself if fucking Jinder did win this. It's insane. Like, there's no, this is literally a to-get-his-heat-back match. 
Do it. Do it. Do it, Scotty. Pick him. Pick Jinder. Do it. You won't. I'm picking my best boy, Roman Reigns. I always pick him. I'm picking the the big Rome dog Reigns. the big red dog. Now wait, hold Actually, on. I, I did... Dylan, you have said in the past now that you refuse to pick Roman Reigns, so... <laughs> I know. I know I said that. And, uh, and I'm a man of my word, so I'll do them all. You need to understand, Roman Reigns is going to... I'm going to take a loss on every Roman Reigns match from here on out yeah. of principle. It's fine. I won the first year. We're good. Yeah, yeah. I won the inaugural. That's all that matters. Nobody remembers who was the second champion for a belt. Fuck yeah. it. Um, Carmelo versus Asuka. Um, well. You know what? You know what, Asuka? Fuck it. Carmelo threw bullshit. How about this? I'm just going to say mm. Carmelo's leaving champion. I'm not going to say who wins or loses, but Carmelo's leaving with the belt. Which I'm calling a win. I'm gonna say Oscar. I'm gonna say Oscar. Okay, so we got two Oscars, one Carmella. Um, I also have uh, I also have Rousey. You got Rousey. I also have Rousey. So Blake, that means it's up to you, my dude. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Who you think I'm Look picking? Tater boy, fucking quit eating chips and just pay attention. <laughs> no. It's it's Ronda all the way. So, put you down for Nia Jax? Got you. Okay. Um, Boy. <laughs> uh, AJ Styles versus the no-pin-having motherfucker Shinsuke Nakamura. Well. Mm, Nakamura. I've picked Nakamura every time up to now. I might as well just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Double, triple down. Hey. I'm triple down at this point, Scotty. I feel pretty, like I've been pretty invested in Nakamura, too. My thing is... So I'm going to jump ship and say AJ Styles. I was fixing to say, man, but a last man standing match does not seem like a heel match to win. Like, and a heel could very well win it. Shinsuke could win it, but I... Yeah, I'm sticking with my boy. I don't think I've ever picked Shin, so I'm going to say AJ. Alright, and then we have our two Money in the Bank matches. We'll start with women's Ember, Charlotte, Alexa, Becky, Natty, Lana, Naomi, Sasha. So, okay, it, here's the thing. Um, my gut reaction is to say Naomi because it would piss me off the most, but I'm going to say <laughs> Becky because I because I need to restore a little bit of faith in humanity for myself because DC just gave Jared Leto his own Joker movie. Oh, so... so God, So this is just no. so you can get back at DC. No, God, no. Well, no. God. If you, and, and make, no. if you want to take the DC pick, you can always just go Alexa. No, no, I'm, I'm picking no. Becky Lynch because I want more than anything for Becky Lynch to have her moment in the sun. I think Becky too, though, because like last year you had a heel win it. This year you could have a baby face win it and no better baby No, they face. are. They're going to have Naomi win it. I swear to God. <laughs> Blake, pick Naomi. I swear to God you'll win. No, I'm going Becky. I'm going to say Becky. So, Blakey? Blakey Lynch? What you got? I'm trying to think because I think... Hmm. Ember would be a good one to give it to, even though she just like got called yeah. up. But like, Nah, they don't have the balls. 
Um, yep. Yep. Actually, no. Put, keeping that in mind, this is WWE. Put me down for Natalia. Natty. Okay, so we got two yeah. Beckys and a Natty, a Natty Light. So I think Dylan's already given away who he wants to win the world, uh, the men's contract. Look at look look at me. Look at me in the face. <laughs> I need the New Day to win this so Kofi can get his fucking world championship run. He needs. He deserves it more than anyone. Yeah. The redemp like the like like the video package, the WWE video package for that alone would make you cry. Oh yeah, it would. Blake um, is touching himself right now. Yeah, <laughs> Blake's yeah. touching the Big E. Um, but I will say personally, anytime this man is involved in a match that will involve him possibly getting a Universal Title shot, I have to pick him. So therefore, I'm choosing Finn Balor. Although, I think it was it was either What Culture or Cultaholic. I think it was What Culture posted a very good video breaking down why The Miz should win it. And I, it took everything in my being to be like, no, 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 Finn, Finn. It's going to be Finn. The, the, surely it wouldn't be Miz. The Miz. Meanwhile, um, Blake's like, I will take The Miz. No, I'm just thinking because... He's like, can Samoa Joe... Have his weight supported by these ladders. I mean, you got a couple big guys in here. Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Rusev. Uh, <laughs> oh, who was that last uh, name? Rusev. Rusev. Also, I almost, um, I almost picked Rusev just out of spite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because this makes the most sense. Because to everyone else, it makes the least sense, but this is perfect sense for WWE. Just give me Braun. Braun. I could see that. (laughs) I could see Braun. That being said, I just realized something. The B team are number one contenders for the Deleter of Worlds. Is that not a match? No. That'll be on a random Raw. Yeah, they're just going to be the the, like roll up. Man, why, of all people, the B team. Would you just strap a rocket to their ass and in three weeks be like, you know these guys who were like basically jobbers and second rate to the Miz? Yeah, now we're going to have them beat almost the entire <laughs> tag team division other than the Authors of Pain because they're somewhere fucked off right now. Hey, hey, hey Scotty, you remember uh, 2016 where Heath Slater and the Rhino did that? Oh, shit. Yeah. Beauty and the Man Beast, you're right. Fuck. Yeah, so that was a, um, that was even that was less luck. That was an actual fucking tournament. Yeah, yeah, that was a solid. That was like a solid full thing. I'm sorry, I just got a notification from being the elite, and I think it's just, uh, it's just the video where it's revealed that Stephen Amell murdered Joey Ryan. He did that it, son of a bitch. It was him all along. I that piece of ass. It. Fuck that guy. I do like that, uh, I think Steven is actually, like, going through emotional things or something. He's like, I'm gonna have to take a hiatus from social media for a while, guys, just for my mental health. And then I think it was Matt Jackson replied to it with, good, they don't have Twitter in prison, you animal. (laughs) I was like, damn it. Oh, shit. The level of kayfabe that show commits to is buck-wildly insane. 
Um, but anyway, so there's our money in the bag predictions. But guys, we need to get into a much what did money in the money what in the back money in the Rusev. Uh. the Rusev <laughs> in the Rusev in the Rusev. Yeah, we need to. In but the I think we need to move on to talk about the real pay per view this weekend. Cash in the bag. But before we do that, we need to talk about merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the website where you can get merch for all of your favorite fight boys. You can get shirts for Dylan, shirts for Blake, and shirts for all your favorite JWF superstars. Like the Rat Sension, like Brunch Boy, like all of them. Over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Um, which means, well, firstly, Dylan, what did you learn this week? Because I'm not going to force you to be around during sick boy time. Uh, I've, I've learned that it's very hard to be a fight boy and a sick boy at the same time. <laughs> fair fair point. But while we mm-hmm. say goodbye to Dylan, we now say hello to Silver Spoon and Captain Tibbs, which means it's time for JWF Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I am your host, Silver Spoon, joined, as always, by the baddest man on the West Coast. It is Captain Tibbs. I like to think it's a little bit more expansive than the West Coast, but... All right, West Coast of the world. That's right, Tibbs, but now we, you know, we are firmly on our way to cash in the bag, one of the greatest pay-per-views of all year, an absolutely and to fantastic get some fried chicken. pay-per-view. And Tibbs, of course, that main event is going to be the cash in the bag match. Tell us about that match. Several men enter. One man leaves with a bag of cash, except it's not cash. It's a chance for the JWF cash, which is the, the world title. Our big championship, the thing that we really like. <laughs> that is that is right, Tibbs. Of course, that opportunity to win that title. But, of course, who knows gonna, who's going to have that title by the time the match begins. Because, of course, as we both know, we have got a vicious Falls Count Anywhere match coming up against where Scotty Moore is going to take on the JWF champion himself, Blake Tanner. And, of course, you know, we've seen in recent weeks, Blake Tanner has had some vicious attacks laid upon him by Scotty Moore's bodyguard, the big guy, Ryback. And, Tibbs, you actually gave you gave uh, Blake the opportunity to get Ryback out of the arena for their match, uh, their match this Sunday. What, what led you to that decision? Well, nothing more sells than I just wanted to see that big... Bald-faced boy's ego deflated like his muscles need to deflate before he explodes. (laughs) That's right, Tibbs. And uh, it looks like Blake Tanner's in the ring right now, staring off against Ryback. And, oh my god, Blake Tanner actually walking straight up to the big guy, puffing out his chest. Ryback merely smirking at the champion's show of aggression here. And, oh my god! Blake Tanner sending a firm slap across the face of the hungry one, Ryback. I mean, Tibbs, you think that was a smart move? I don't know if the move was smart or not, but let me tell you, there was some excellent follow-through. That's right, and Ryback seeing Red rushing after Blake. Oh, but Blake dodging, pulling down the top rope, and it looks like Ryback falling to the outside. Now Blake takes the opportunity to bounce off the rope, diving to the outside, landing on Ryback. Oh, my God, but wait. 
Look at the strength of Ryback being able to hold on to Blake Tanner and ooh, slamming him shoulder first into that ring apron, that hardest part of the ring on the outside, Tibbs. That cannot feel good. All right, looks like he's rolling Blake right into the ring, and now he's calling for it, that vicious clothesline. We've seen it tear men's head off. The meat hook clothesline. Blake Tanner making his way back to his feet. Oh, and it looks like before Ryback can hit that clothesline, Blake ducks underneath, rolling Ryback back up into schoolboy. One, two, oh, and a kick out at two from Ryback. I mean, let me tell you something. That, he is a resilient man. Wouldn't you agree, Tibbs? Yep, I bet it's like hitting a real thick speed bump. That's right, and now the two making their way back to their feet. Ryback going for the clothesline again, but Blake Ducks springboards off the ropes, hitting a beautiful European uppercut that's leveling the big guy. Oh, but it looks like the champ isn't done yet. Quickly rushing against the ropes and hits Ryback with the Blake out, sending the head of Ryback crashing into the mat. Let me tell you something, Tibbs. If Ryback was hungry, he certainly just got a mouthful of canvas as Blake Tanner hooks the leg, going for the pin. One, two, three, and Tibbs, it looks like this match Sunday, Ryback will not be allowed to interfere. Ryback will not be allowed in the arena. How do you feel about this? I think it tells me one thing. No matter how big and puffed out your muscles are, you're not going to survive a boot firmly planting your skull to Mother Earth. That's right. And it looks like Blake Tanner, he's protected his spot at Cash in the Bag. He's gotten revenge on Ryback. And it looks like he's given Scotty Moore no choice but to fight alone this su Sunday. All right, Blake Tanner climbing to the top rope, grabbing his belt, celebrating. But, oh, my God, Scotty Moore attacking Blake from behind with a steel chair. The Ooh. number one contender coming out of nowhere to level the JWF champion of that horrifying weapon, sending multiple, multiple shots down. And now it looks like he's going to pick up Ryback off of the ground, picking up his bodyguard. It looks like Scotty Moore has actually grabbed a microphone from the ringside assistant. It looks like he's got something to say to Blake Tanner. You think, you think this matters, Blake? You think it matters if Ryback is at ringside this Sunday? Do you really think that I need Ryback? You know what? If anything, this match, this match tonight proves that I don't need Ryback in my corner. I mean, if he can lose to someone as pathetic as you so easily that he's obviously not worth my time. Oh my god, and Scotty leveling Ryback with a big SMG out of nowhere, sending the big guy crashing onto that steel chair. Ryback looks to be bleeding from the skull as Scotty continues on. You see, Blake? You see, I'm a problem solver. I'm a man that knows to get rid of something if it doesn't work. Like I got rid of you. Like I got rid of my father and like I'm getting rid of Ryback. You see, that's all you were. Problems, obstacles in my way to becoming the JWF champion. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for opening my eyes and showing me that I'm the only one who can do this. I'm the only one capable of taking that JWF title away from you. Just me. Because I'm always going to be two steps ahead of you, Blake. I'm always going to be that little ounce better than you are. And that's why at Cash in the Bag, I'm going to become the new JWF World Heavyweight Champion. 
and you're going to be left laying in a heap just like Ryback. Oh, and Scotty Moore stomping away at the big guy once again. Oh my God, what's he doing now? Taking that steel chair, opening it, and wrapping it around the skull of the big guy. Oh, looks like the inf infamous one smirking as he backs away into that corner, seething in rage. And he rushes towards Ryback. Oh my God! Punting the very skull of Ryback into that steel chair. Uh, Tibbs, this is horrifying. Ryback is unresponsive. He he's not moving. All right, well, I guess that's all Tim says to say, but looks like we've got EMTs arriving at ringside as Scotty just laughs, staring down at the two broken men at his feet. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. I think Scotty Moore has made a statement ahead of cash in the bag. What do you think? Just hope he hasn't made a corpse. Because <laughs> that's real murder. That's right. That's not fake murder. He might have just actually murdered a real man. But of course, I mean, we're talking about champions. We're talking about the JWF champion. But tips, I want to talk about a champion, a championship that's a little bit more near and dear to your heart. The captain's title, a, a title that's named after you. And of course, last week we heard from the lumberjack that he has intentions to go to cash in the bag and face the captain's champion himself, Canada Charlie. But of course, Canada Charlie, Canada Charlie may not agree with this. I mean, what do you think? You know Charlie better than anybody. I feel like I haven't known him for some time That's now. That's right. Well, if we need a little bit of information, you can, of course, turn to our backstage interviewer, Don the Dom McDonald, who sat down with Canada Charlie earlier today. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Don the Don McDonald here with Canada Charlie. Now, Charlie, last week, the Lumberjack, no, the, the Lumberjack came no, out and he... What? No, what? no, no, no. Look here, buckaroo, I know what you're saying. You're going to talk about how Canada Charlie here, he's going to put himself a big target on his back like a moose. About how Lumberjack is, he's put a bullseye right between my forehead and he's going to, he's going to mount me on his wall when he's finished. Blah, blah, blah. Well, here's something that idiot, the Lumberjack, doesn't realize I'm the champion here. I'm the winner. I already won. I don't need anyone to, to I don't need anyone especially if they're coming here to beg to fight. Especially like the lumberjack. He doesn't get to choose my matches. I do. I chose when and where I want to fight and that's why it cash in the bag. The lumberjack isn't fighting anybody. In fact, I just happened to think I might be on a vacation that day. So, sorry, Jacko. But your dreams of becoming the JWF Captain's Champion are just that. Dreams. Because uh, I'm the one with the gold around his waist. And that means I get to decide when I fight. And where I fight, and... <clears throat> well, you know there, son. That's where you're wrong. Oh, well, everybody, welcome Captain Tibbs to the interview. Tibbs, um, do you have something to say to the Captain's Champion? Well, yes, I do, Don, Donnie McDon, because, uh... It seems that Charlie here has forgotten who he answers to. He's forgotten who owns his ass. And that's me. 
Because, Charlie, you don't decide anything without talking to me first. And unfortunately, this business is a first-come, first-served kind of ordeal. That's why the lumberjack is, is the early bird that has gotten the worm, as it were. Because he came to me last week. He looked me in the eye, man to man, something that you haven't done in a long time, boy. And demanded that he get a match for that title. That title is my namesake. And he wanted that match at cash in the bag. Because to quote the lumberjack, he wants there to be a captain's champion that the captain himself can be proud of. Oh, wow, Tibbs. I mean, I, I guess you should have known about that interview given that you appeared halfway through it, but it's all right. I mean, some shocking words. I mean, do you do you agree with a lumberjack? Do you, are you not proud of our captain's champion right now? It's hard to say, Sills. He's changed a lot these last few months, and... I don't know, did you hear that sweet mic drop moment I had back there, though? It was, that was... pretty nice. I liked it. It was good. Um, but, of course, Tibbs, speaking of good, I'm thinking more than good, great. One of the greatest matches in JWF history, the cash in the bag match. As you said earlier, of course, it's a match where six men, six men go into that ring, and they fight tooth and nail to climb that ladder to grab the cash in the bag lunchbox. Which, of course, gives them the opportunity at any point to cash in a match for the JWF title. And, of course, as we know in that match already, we've got Scott Moore. We've got, uh, we've got Scott Moore in the match. We've got, uh, let's see, newcomer AJ Steele, Mojo Gruff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is there someone else? Is there, is there someone else I'm possibly forgetting? Scott Moore? Oh, hold on. I, I didn't update your I didn't update your. Oh, copy. Wait, I'm sorry. Hammer man, oh, hammer okay. man, hammer man. He's a hammer guy. Okay. He's gonna hammer man. Okay, you. and then the hammer man. But of course, there's one spot left in that match, and that's why we are having this match—a rematch from the uh, our last pay per view, the world's greatest pay per view. It is Brunch Boy Baron Corbin taking on his former tag team partner Guy Fieri. Now, Tibbs, we know there is no love lost between these two. Nope. That's right. Not, ooh! A lot of love has been lost. That's right. And ooh, Fieri actually starting out this match like a house of fire. Russian brunch boy into the corner, sending his shoulder into the ribs of Corbin. Making some baby back ribs out of the brunch boy. Fieri backing away. Russian once again going for a big splash. Ooh, and Corbin ducks out of the way, grabbing Fieri. Irish whipping him into the ropes. And a, ooh, big boot sends the king of Flavor Town down. Tibbs, I mean, let me tell you something. These two look even in this match so far. You're real proud of that baby back ribs I, I, thing, aren't you? I really liked it. All right, looks like uh, Baron going for a pin. One, two. Ooh, Fieri kicking out at two. Now Baron looks furious as he picks up Fieri, bigging him up in a suplex. And ooh, dropping him gut first over the ring ropes. I mean, on a normal man, that can't feel good. But just imagine being the, the mass of a man like Fieri coming down onto those ropes. Mm. It would almost be like a, a blunt object of some sort that's used to hammer things down. Yes! All right, Fietti falling to the outside apron, and now Baron, ooh, Baron traping him 
over the ropes. Looks like he's going to go for a Drake DDT. But, ooh, Fatty quickly avoiding it, picking Baron up into the air and slamming him down to the ground. And Fieri rushing into the ropes, going for a big running senton on the Brunch Boy. Ooh, landing it. That massive frame of Fieri crashing down onto the Brunch Boy. Goes for that pin. One, two. Ooh, and then a kick out at two from the Brunch Boy. Oh, and it looks like the end might be near for dear Baron Corbin right now, though, because it looks like Guy is calling for it. That vicious snack attack that has taken down so many superstars. Oh, but wait. Is that... Oh, no, Tibbs. I know you can't be happy about this. It's... Oh, ball fuck me sideways. It is the Rat Sension, the JWF Tag Team Champions, who, of course, as we've seen in the past, have aligned themselves with Brunch Boy Baron Corbin. They're coming down to the ring, and it looks like Guy Fieri just distracted just long enough for Ooh, Baron to come from behind, hit a big brunch of days onto Corbin. Fatty planted face first in the mat, going for the pin. One, two, three. Oh, and Tibbs, it looks like that distraction from the rat sension has means that we have finished off. We have our final card as the brunch boy Baron Corbin is joining the cash in the bag match. What do you think about this? More brunch, more family, more fun. That's right. Ooh, but it looks like Brunch Boy is not waiting. Not waiting till Sunday to get that fight as he continues to put the boots to Guy Fieri. Ooh, and the Rat Sension have joined him. The Rat, Rat Boy, Connor, Victor, both of them together beating down Guy Fieri. And it looks like they're slithering away into the corners. Oh, that can mean only one thing, Tibbs. Oh, they're setting up. I forgot they were the assholes. That's right, and they sentence, they're setting up for that vicious fall of rats. They're devastating tag team maneuver. But wait, is that is that the music of is that the music of bananas in pajamas? Oh my God, Tibbs! I mean, usually we have not not seen eye to eye with bananas in pajamas, but it looks like they're coming to save Guy Fieri. They're fighting off the rat sentient Joey Pajamas and his brother Johnny Bananas taking out the rat sentient while Brunch Boy quickly escaping out of the ring, running up the apron. It looks like the rat sentient are now just eating a beating at the hands of Bananas and Pajamas while Fietti slowly makes his way back to his feet and, oh, hits a big snack attack on Rat Boy Connor to end the show. Tibbs, I mean, that was... I didn't think anything like that could be possible. I mean, the bananas in pajamas seem to have had a change of heart or something because they've come around. The crowd is cheering bananas in pajamas. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'm okay with this. <laughs> That's right, Tibbs. But of course, you know what I'm very okay with is our pay-per-view this Sunday, Cash in the bag. As we found out earlier, we're going to have Scotty Moore versus Blake Tanner in a Falls Count Anywhere match. We're going to have the Lumberjack in his first ever title shot in the JWF as he takes on Canada Charlie for the JWF captain's title. And then, of course, the JWF cash in the bag match where we were going to have Scott Moore taking on AJ Steele, taking on Mojo Gruff, taking on, as we just found out, Brunch Boy Baron Corbin, taking on, uh, there's another one in there, hold on a second, uh, I, I just, I can't remember, can't, I can't remember who else could be. Me, 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 uh, me, 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 Hammer. That's right, the Hammer Man, oh, Hammer Man, and of course, we can't, 
Hammer Man. As much as you love the Hammer Man, we cannot discount the last entrant into the match, who of course is the demon that was once known as Honeypot. The vicious man who, of course, last week defeated the Dylan to earn his way into this match, and I think really turned the tides. So, Tibbs, if I if I had to ask, what are your predictions for the Cash in the Bag match? Well, I can't do what I did last week. I only had one of those left. So, um, absolute total mayhem. God rest ye merry souls. That's right, Tibbs. So, of course, remember to make sure to tune into the BS Network YouTube channel to check out Cash in the Bag this Sunday. But, of course, if you want to know everything that goes on after this, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night War. All right, so Blakey T... It's been an episode. We already knew what Dylan learned, but what did you learn? I learned that Spud Boy, <laughs> Tater Tater Lad, the Tater Kid, the the Tater Guy is real bad for podcasts. That's right. But what I learned, Blake, is even better, and it's the fact that my standout prediction for winning all of Money in the Bank and winning our hearts is, of course, Rusev. Rusif. Rusif and Lerner. Rusif. Rusif and Lerner, my favorite superstar. Hey, y'all. I'm Rusif. I'm Rusif. How y'all doing? Uh, so, Blakey T, where can they find you on the internet? At Blake A. Tanner on Twitter, Instagram. I don't fucking know even anymore. <laughs> uh, you can find me <laughs> at the Dark Room Vidya on YouTube and Twitch. That's Dark Room V I D Y A. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. And make sure to buy all my books on Amazon. The entire Queasel Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods. Make sure to pick them all up, ladies and gentlemen. They're available on Kindle. The hardback edition of Queasel Corp Revelations is coming out soon. So make sure to check that out. Or if you want to go get a 30 day trial of Audible, you can get a free copy of the Quees- the original Quiesel Corp audiobook or the Quiesel Corp Risen audiobook. They're both available over there on Audible, so make sure to pick those up, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, make sure to check out all the other BS Network products online at a aloadofpurebs.com. There's a load of BS, the show where me and Blake just kind of... It's like if two drunk guys brainstormed in a bar for an hour and none of it ever actually came to fruition. Um, then there's Opposite Attractions, the show where me and my buddy Jim Murphy build our own theme park. And then, of course, the brand new show, Fun Fiction, where me and my friend Brenna, we get together, we watch movies or television. Then we read some awesome or not so awesome fan fiction about it and then try to come up with our own. So make sure to check out all of that online at a load of pure BS dot. And as always, you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon, find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boys Show Chuck Taylor. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life!